Welcome, everybody. Josh Hudson here with Club Fantasies, no punt intended. And once again, for the second week in a row, we have the second annual Women of Fantasy Football event. This is week two this year. Huge guests, once again, will be leading off with Yahoo Fantasies' Liz Loza and concluding the show with the football girl herself, Melissa Jacobs. And in between, we're giving away some raffle items. We've got a signed Devontae Adams Packers jersey, a signed Justin Jefferson Vikings jersey. Winners will be announced in between, so stay tuned. everybody <laughs> jamming over here to that awesome <laughs> intro i can't i, I was know. like yeah that intro music i think that's why i wasn't on the screen like, immediately yeah. josh was like calm yourself lauren calm yourself yeah I'm sorry i ruined your chi there boo continue he wanted to make sure that we showcased our fabulous guest front and center first Absolutely. and foremost um, Liz, me, so, I was like, thanks a lot. Right? We're like, okay, then. So, uh, good evening, Josh, everybody. Josh, like, pre-show, by the way, Josh got all, like, bossy. He was like, y'all stop talking. Uh -huh. Girl, stop talking. Yeah. Oh, this mm -hmm. isn't an episode of The View. I don't know who you think you are. And yeah, then he got the intro. So, Diva. Yeah, exactly. And then he was doing all the hand motions, too. And he's like, here's what we're doing. Here's how it's going to go. This is mm -hmm. what it is. And then y'all are out. <laughs> Jeez. Okay. Do you want to end it? Yeah. So let's go with a with. Yeah, we're supposed to have an intro to this, I swear. <laughs> I was gonna go with the intro and I was all excited. I was all ready to go. And then I was like, oh hey, that's Liz. Hi girl, hi. <laughs> hey girl, hey. I like hey, the glasses, by the way. I like Thank those you. clear rims. They're cute. Oh, her you, power you lipstick is off the chain. I can't. Mm -hmm. I don't think anyone says that anymore. It's like circa nineteen ninety-five. Come back. I know, like Liz is crunchy. <laughs> like Liz is crunchy. Bought that yes. issue at the farmer's market for two bucks from a teenager. What's up? Hey, girl. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we so should like anyway, introduce the show for real. Faith, take okay. it away, girl. All you. I'm trying to. I know. Anyway, <laughs> welcome back to our second week of Women of Fantasy Football here in 2021. For the next three weeks, this week and the following two, we have some fabulous women in sports, in football, in fantasy football, including this lovely lady. Yes, I did it right. <laughs> I know. I do that, too. <laughs> um, Liz helped us kick off our shows last year. She was our first ever guest on Women of Fantasy Football. And Stepmom Lauren is back as my co-host. Stepmom Lauren, how are you? I'm doing good. I have a new cup this time. It's really swirly because Ooh. the one that you gave me is in the dishwasher. And this kind of represents what my brain looks like. Right Sometimes now. I feel it's like it kind of represents how this show got started this you know, today, too. Why not? You know, creatively chaotic. You no, know, there's <laughs> waves. It comes in. Mo you know what? We're on the same page. Love it. So, Lauren, why don't you... Tell us a little bit about what is going on, what WAF is, and who we have joining us. So, I mean, she knows no introduction, but just hang on a second. I'm going to pull a Josh here. Wait your <laughs> turn, Liz. 
Wait your turn, lady. Anyway, Women of Fantasy Football is a super cool event, let's call it, that we started last year. We're doing it again this year. And it's basically to highlight all of the boss ladies that are in this industry and have really had to grind and work and get to where so many people would love to be, whether you're a woman or a man in this industry. It doesn't really matter. But it's, we're here to celebrate women's voices. We're here to celebrate women's perspective. And we're here to celebrate all of us ladies who love football so much. So with that being said, we have one of my favorite people ever and my girl Liz Loza who I frequently call spirit animal and if you're offended I'm so sorry I'll probably keep saying it but Liz thank you so much for coming back to our show again after putting up with us last year she still said yes to coming back this year so Liz how are you what what has been going on since we spoke last oh my goodness well you know 2020 was a real quiet year you know nothing going on stayed in a lot yeah. you know not a lot mm -hmm. of drama um everybody seems really chill with one another so <laughs> no beef at all on the internet just yeah just a blip um mm -hmm. really and you know 2021 is is shaping up to be similar <laughs> let me be real um so yeah i don't know it's just been a whole it's it's been a year right um i am in the throes of draft prep for yahoo fantasy for myself personally for my husband who's in a high stakes league and yells at me if he doesn't win the money from our joint account back at the end of the year um so no pressure just easy breezy you know lemon squeezy it's all your fault that he lost <laughs> yeah. money. Yes. your money sorry yeah my money our money our exactly our, you no know, our our money. money exactly now i love that because you know football in case anyone doesn't know this it, let's say someone's tuning into this that doesn't know much about fantasy football spoiler alert it is a lot of educated guessing mm -hmm. this is what this industry is if we knew what was going to happen i would own belize i would not i wouldn't exactly. be doing oh, girl, I love many belize. things it is, unbelievable. I, it is unbelievable. It. <laughs> I love it i love it i love it that was i love it there so, I've never been to Belize, but I still want to own it for some oh reason. Oh my gosh, it's Fine. fantastic. It is I have I mean, to go. I've never been either. Let's go. Girls trip. We need to do it. We need to make this happen. I think my husband wants to buy real estate there, so he may want to go as well. But you know, we'll have he a girls' night out. Later. He'll meet us there. He'll meet us there. But Got you it. had something pretty spectacular happen to you over the summer. And Faith, I know that you're the one that brought this up. So you kick this question off for Liz. So I when I was like from the ages of eight to 12, I was on a swim team. Ah. And I actually, when I was like 10, I actually met Summer Sanders back in the day. So when the Olympics come up every four, sometimes five years, um, swimming is always one of my most watched. It's actually really the only event that I watch because in a former life, I had a stake in it. And simply because she's so amazing, Katie Ledecky is my favorite female swimmer, my favorite female Olympian, and you got to talk to her this I, year. How yes. is that? It's I've actually talked to Katie twice now. I've interviewed her twice, once in May and then once um, after her numerous medal run. She cleaned um, up. Yes, uh, in Tokyo. Um, Katie is great. Like, I – she – more than just like being the first lady of freestyle and the most decorated woman in swimming worldwide, 
a record, a world record holder at her sport. She also has a degree in psychology from Stanford. So wow. a, little, a little bit intelligent. Um, and yeah. her dedication is absolutely incredible. We talked in May and then I was actually touched because when she came back to do more press after Tokyo, when she got home, she requested me because we had like had like a nice, a nice like sesh together and sometimes oh, yeah. I think, yeah so so we we connected and um i asked her if she peed in the pool and so maybe she won't request me next time <laughs> but <laughs> I what was the answer that. <laughs> we were playing a silly game because these athletes these athletes are doing these press tours they get tired of the same questions like what does mm -hmm. a gold feel like well katie's like that times four thousand like i'm yeah. mm -hmm. lady um but uh so we're playing this like quick quick response game, um, you know, what's your favorite ice cream, blah, 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 blah. And the last question is, be honest, have you ever, like, like something about like, how, when was the last time you peed in a pool? Mm -hmm. And then she, like her face <laughs> changed, she was like, I don't do that. And I was like, I mean, I didn't think you did. And she, and she was like, I try not to. And I was like, oh, I try not to means you definitely have. Uh-huh, yeah. And I by the way, whom among us, hasn't i'm i don't you nobody needs to raise exactly. their hand i have two small oh, kids. Wait, we don't need to raise our, my bad definitely <laughs> it's not making a habit of it but it no. has happened we've all been children and some of us mm -hmm. have them it's a lot to get undone when you're in the deep end well yeah or if you're like at a water park and you're like deep in the wave pool and there's a sea of people sometimes for anyone who's not tried to take off a one-piece bathing suit, right. the struggle is real. Struggle For anyone who has real. not tried to take off a wet bathing suit, period. Yeah, it's true. That that struggle is real. But girls have real. tricks. You know, we sure do. Now, mm -hmm. all the men are very excited about this conversation, <laughs> and we're talking about bathing suits and all that good stuff. Let's go back to fantasy football here, Liz, because you were just nominated by the Fantasy Sports Writers Association for your rest birth rust piece which is pretty freaking cool and in fact you and our other guests we had on last year jen piacenti she was also nominated for her series tell us like how that series even came about at all in the first place like what yeah what went into that and what is what is it just for everyone who doesn't know absolutely so rest versus rust well first of all i was really honored by this nomination because it was a written nomination i've won awards for video in the past and the podcast at yahoo has been nominated a couple of times but Andy Behrens, who's a colleague of mine, obviously is also the president of the sports writers, um, the Fantasy Great. Sports Writers Association. Yeah, mm -hmm. and he will say like that the ongoing football series category is the most submitted to. So there's the most um, options or submissions available for the judges to sift through. And so it really is like an honor to be nominated. And I have to be honest, I mean, I think you guys can agree when you're creating content, like a lot of the content is recycled from season to season. You have your sleepers, you have your busts, you have your start sit. And at, during 2020, I legitimately thought like there, this year is so bananas and everybody is so depressed and everybody is so down. And if I don't find a silver lining and learn something from all of this adversity, it will have won. And I am not a quitter and I am not a loser. I'm a flipping winner. So I have got to find some new creative inspiration. I have to come away with this. Like, a more evolved human. And mm -hmm. so um, I really wanted to like delve into different kinds of creative outlets. And there was all of this talk about, but well, there was all this talk about COVID and yet I was seeing zero, frankly, if I'm being honest, zero analysts, male, female in between. 
like talk about COVID as if it could be a real impediment over the mm -hmm. summer. And I was like, do you not see what's like, I don't care what your stance is on it, but like mm -hmm. it is a thing. And if we just turn a blind eye to it, it doesn't mean it's going to go away. So I, um, I got in touch with this, uh, with the, with an orthopedic surgeon who was also the team doctor at the university of Southern California. And I was like, can I pick your brain about, about COVID? And then that kind of just talking to him and chatting with him about like what the protocols might be and how they could affect players or, or starters or teams um, really kind of struck me as like, well, what about like this concept of rest versus rust? Like we hear these players who have had an injury like Cam Newton, like Ben Roethlisberger this year, like Saquon Barkley or Dak Prescott, and they've missed basically the whole of the regular season so are they going to be rusty or are they such elite athletes that they should be able to rebound? And does the type of injury and the type of recovery time necessary impact that at all? And so I just did a ton of research and, you know, was really fascinated and I liked it. And the FSWA, I think, appreciated that it was different from all of the same content that we, and that has utility, no, no shade but that is constantly churned out every year. And so I did it again this year. I started with Dak Prescott um, and then Saquon Barkley. And I wrote that series in the, at least the Saquon article, I think I wrote in June. And I was like, listen, this guy is not going to see a full workload week one. It's, it's not gonna happen. He has the toughest schedule of any workhorse back in the entire league manage your expectations and now it's august and people are slowly dropping him on their depth charts and now it just isn't the same like oh he's Saquon, he got this he got this no and i also then my third player was uh kenny galladay mm. and what i discovered with the doctor was that probably kenny galladay had a labrum tear in his hip which becomes symptomatic which can be asymptomatic in a player they might not even know it exists in a, in a regular human might not even know it exists, but if it does become symptomatic, the only um, way to fix it is surgery. But Kenny Galladay didn't want to get surgery when he knew he was going to be a free agent. And he didn't want to affect like the potential splash that he could make in the free agent market. And by the way, he made quite a splash. He was like one of the top, top eight highest paid wide receivers now after that contract. And I was like, but his kinetic chain is messed up. In fact, there was a quote that the doctor gave me about him potentially and likely having recurrent soft tissue issues along that, like along the lower part of his body. Well, then what happens? Now Kenny Galladay's hurt and he has a hip strain or a hamstring issue. I'm, I'm sorry, he has a hamstring issue, which is a soft tissue issue and he mm -hmm. can't play. And so it felt, I'm, I would never do a victory lap on a player being injured, but I also feel like I'm proud to have these discussions in places where other people don't want to have them because they aren't necessarily attached to breakaway run rates or mm -hmm. juke rate percentages. And so we can't like throw a dart at a, an exact stat, but have to kind of use, oh, women's intuition and, you know, make some actual leaps and do some research instead of just knee jerking into a ranking because you put a projection into a, into an algorithm. And like, that's what you're standing by. So mm -hmm. that's it. I, I, that's it. I mean, that sounds like know, it's right? not a lot that's of work it? at all. It sounds, oh. you know, very boring, but I love that. I love how you dive. And one of the things that's so great about this piece too, is like you said, you dive into that medical aspect, not because you are a doctor yourself, but because you no. talk to those people who are, and you're getting that expert knowledge. And then you're using your own fantasy knowledge. You're using your own knowledge of the industry, of the sport, of the game, of how we play the game and to put two and exactly. two together. 
you know, it's, it's, it's a wonderful way to do it. And it's not necessarily, like you said, you're not doing a victory lap. What you're doing here is you're saying, look, this is research just like any other type of research. So when people are going in, you can share that information with people who are going to be able to, like you said, manage expectations on certain players and, and avoid getting, if we want to look at it very microscopically, avoid getting sucked into all the hype, you know, mm -hmm. all the top of mind awareness hype, because you have this series that comes out that looks at something in a completely unique and in a very different way, but then still helps us in fantasy, which I think is super mm -hmm. awesome. And I love, I love that series. And I'm so Thank happy. You. I was going to say proud, like I have anything to okay. do with this. I'm super well, proud of you for getting nominated. Just like, you know. Well, I also like, think it's not necessarily just a player by player. Like people are like, oh, well, you can't do one of those on everyone. No, but right. you can learn about like ACL and MCL injuries and then be able to extrapolate that information to another player. You can look at labrum tears now differently mm -hmm. and think like, huh, well, this is a receiver who has a similar skill set. So I wonder how this might manifest in playing time in the future for this other player. But like the more you educate yourself about these things, um, I, th I think the larger your knowledge base grows. Absolutely. So Liz, considering it, your Russ versus Russ series was incredibly different than things that have been done. And you were nominated for an FSWA. Uh, FSWA. Um, what is your initial reaction to hearing about that nomination and what it meant to you as a woman who not only knows fantasy sports, writes fantasy sports, reports on fantasy sports in a mostly male dominated industry. Do you want that real answer? Yes. Yeah, girl, that's um, what we're here. Yes. That's what we I do. Mean, I was frankly, I believe, I believe that I was the first woman nominated in that writing category in the history of that award. Wow. And I was surprised that more people weren't talking about that. More people were I talking even about that. that. No, I, I mean, mean I, I'm a real answer. Like the real answer, I was like, oh, I don't, I don't believe. Now, I, I don't, I don't know 100, percent but I don't believe that a woman has been nominated for that award, that category in particular, in the history of its existence. And nobody mentioned that, and I was a little bit surprised. But you know, I, surprise is a very nice word. I would have used a yeah. little more colorful language on that besides surprised. But we're mm -hmm. gonna make a big deal out of it. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> well, it doesn't I mean now. Now I gotta win it next year. That's like exactly that's the, the you know the, a repeat. Hello. Well, yeah, no, so I was only nominated last year, but now I gotta win it. Oh, okay, yeah. Affiliate, so but still, for that's those huge. who for those who don't know. Why don't you, what is the category that you were nominated in? Um, I believe it is ongoing, written ongoing football series. And Can yeah, I and I think what was, what's so spectacular about this is just to reiterate for anybody watching who doesn't know who Liz is, which you live under a rock. Don't live under yeah. a rock anymore. Um, Liz is one of those people that you always find who's going to be on podcast. She's, she has that beautiful face, that gorgeous voice, oh, that amazing you. analysis. You know, her her verbiage is amazing. Her diction is incredible. So to be able to write to do this and to be on a written form of media is very, very challenging. It is an incredibly difficult media to produce. I, I know on a very small scale, writing is very, very challenging. Whereas I feel that being on a camera behind a microphone, things tend to flow a little bit differently. But when you write, every single 
piece of your work and every single word is scrutinized mm -hmm. every single tiny piece down to your punctuation and that is so incredibly challenging and it's very difficult so for me i am moved and and super honored again that i get to call you my friend and mm -hmm. league mate so it is really cool for me that you are the first woman that was nominated for this category in a meeting that you said yourself I have not vetted it. We're going to go with it until no. someone says we're wrong. Whatever. I don't want to get like, accused of fake news. You know what? I feel like we sh have a team of researchers standing by that could verify that information for us really quickly. Get to work, boys. Wink, wink. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, someone get Andy Barron's on the phone. <laughs> so Lauren and I last year were part of a fantasy football league yeah. known as the super flexi draft queen started by the one and only Ms. Liz Loza. And I believe we are expanding this year. I, I mean, if I can find some time to get my ass together and uh, <laughs> you, know what? Yeah. Yeah. you and you and Josh can get together about the woes of trying to start a league right now because he's having struggles with it too. But yeah, it's okay. It's hurting cats, I believe, is yes. the best. It's not, it's not or toddlers. Have, it no, honestly, it's a good thing because there have been there's been such an infusion of women, enthusiastic, mm -hmm. smart women in the space who want to participate that you know, we had a 14 team super flex. Yeah. I gave up in week four. Congrats, Linda. You won the whole <laughs> damn thing. Like, oh um, great. Yeah, she cleaned up. I was like, she did okay. clean it. She girls, she took the broom and swept. Yup. Um, <laughs> but I, so now it's like, well, there are other women that I want to invite, but mm -hmm. do I have to be in another week? Does that, yeah. is that what that means now? I mean, <laughs> so I can give up in week six. Instead of week four. I mean, you I mean, can give up. Like, <laughs> we can call it the Liz Loza Super Flexi mm -hmm. Draft Queens League, but I don't you don't have to, to be in it. Life. No, no. I mean, I feel like I, I we we have to work it out. You know what? Uh, tonight, I'm gonna open a bottle of of um of Sauvignon Blanc because it's a little warm yeah. here, and um and I will I will relax fluid. into it and figure it out. You know, that's right. Wow. Think in fluid. Let it marinate. Let it incubate. Mm -hmm. And figure out what you need to do. I have one last question for you, Liz. And it's more of like a general question. I believe we asked you something similar last year. But just in case this is the first time anybody's been watching, what kind of advice would you like to give to women and to men, young, older, whatever, who want to maybe get involved in this industry, get started in this industry? What piece of advice would you give to them? And basically, I guess, what's helped you as well? You know, grow as much as you have and just be boss lady like you are. Well, I think um, both of you are inspirations to just doing it, like just getting up and doing it, Lauren. Like you, you know, you showed interest and then you submitted yourself for stuff and now you're crushing left and right. And Faith is on Instagram and the socials and you guys are posting about things that are not what you ate for brunch. <laughs> um, and, Mary. Uh, sure, yes, of course, Natch. Um, but... but I, I and I appreciate you making the distinction between like because I get the question right like what would you give other advice would you give to women in the space and it's like well I'm I'm gonna give advice to anybody who wants to be a content creator and yes. that is go create keep an authentic voice make it your own um, learn how to write because being able to do all three things podcast video and 
right? Certainly just allows, like gives you a better advantage. Just means you can like start in other places. Um, I started a blog and every year, uh, at first it was just like for fun and I like wrote a couple of articles. And then the second year I like reached out to other podcast hosts and said like, hey, I really like sleepers. Like here's some articles I wrote for my silly little blog last year. Can I do a sleeper segment on your show? And they said, yes. And then the year, every year I was like, how can I expand? What can I do next? How can I evolve? Last year was rest versus rust. Like I don't stop that. Like what, there's an announcement coming later this week about the next evolution. Like I am excited, always pushing. Pete Carroll says something about pushing the edges of your potential. And I feel like if you are truly a content creator, and you are really interested in connecting with people in creative ways, and the way you are doing that is through fantasy football, then you have to think about the things you're good at, work more at the things that maybe you're not as great at, and just keep doing it and be consistent and treat it like a job and not just a hobby. Which I will also say is difficult because not everybody has the privilege and ability to do that, but I know a ton of people, now that social media is so much easier and that we have phones with videos on them, that like if you, can create small attainable goals for yourself and do those every day. You don't necessarily need to have like some really wealthy spouse mm -hmm. or partner or parents or whatever lottery winnings um, to live off of. Like just set an attainable goal and meet that and keep yourself accountable to it. And it doesn't have to be like, you know, you don't need an angel investor necessarily. Mm -hmm. So I do want to mention though, obviously that like privilege plays into this and different people have different opportunities mm -hmm. than everyone else. Right. So I, like I know we had communicated a little bit about this this week and you just touched on it briefly, but as our final parting question, you have an announcement coming up. Yeah. When, when is where that? Can we find it? That is so excited. That's hard. It, when and where? Can you give us a hint? I I don't know if I can give you a hint, but it is, uh, I will say it is the most excited I have been about my work since 2018. Um, it is big. It is unlike any other platform. Um, and I believe it's going to come end of this week. Um, and I am legitimately, like sincerely, earnestly, incredibly grateful for the opportunity and really like lit up and excited in a way that I haven't been for a couple of years. So, and I also just so like- exciting. Yeah. I mean, that's so like, I, I often, I also, uh, Lauren and I have talked about this, and I think Faith, you and I have talked about this, like there aren't a lot of moms in this space and like, being a mom requires a, a level of energy that I don't think many people recognize in the working space um, in general. Mm -hmm. And so like my kids have been, I had my daughter week 15 of the 2016 season. She is now four. Like um, they have been my greatest production and I've balanced that with work. And last year was particularly challenging and I have been totally okay with that. Um, because those are choices I've made and things that I am proud of. But now I feel like, oh, fingers crossed, school starts and we all say, okay, the big <laughs> one's the little one's going into her last year of preschool. I feel like I can really dig into something, like I even have chills, like I can dig into something that I, I did not even imagine would be a possibility. So mm -hmm. well, keep an eye on Yahoo Fantasy and keep I, an eye on socials. Yeah. Uh, BRB. Yeah. 
setting alert notifications for all of Liz Lowe's social media. Done. Liz, thank you so much for joining us again. Ryan says that the FSWA site is rough, which is putting it nicely. So if Liz says she's the first nominated, she's the first nominated. We are going to take it. We are going to run with it. That's it. The first okay. woman nominated. <laughs> thank you, Done. ladies, so much for having me on. Oh, thank you time. so much for joining us it. again this year. Um, I have one final easy question, but before I ask that, let everybody know where they can find you. Yes, you can find me on both Twitter and Instagram at the same handle. It is Liz Loza underscore FF. Um, you can also find me on Yahoo Fantasy. Uh, this season kicks off the 16th season of Fantasy Football Live. I always like to add that I watched that show long before I was a cast member on it. And in fact, it is that show is what inspired me to create my blog. So it took a minute, but anything is possible. We'll be getting our, we'll, we will be beginning our 16th season of FFL and that show kicks off 90 minutes before kickoff live every single Sunday. So be sure to keep an eye on that. Um, and yeah, you know, I'm really, I'm really proud of the work that everyone at Yahoo Fantasy is doing. And honestly, that so many people in the, I love that the space is growing um, because it's pushing everybody to be better and think bigger. And, you know, hopefully it's not just a, like a cacophony of take locks and loud voices, but actual conversation. And I appreciate you ladies for facilitating one of those with this, this and Aww. the next two weeks. So, thank you for being on. Uh, also, draft Marvin quick. Jones. He's an incredible sleeper. And don't forget Gerald Everett Lee. Okay. Oh, Gerald <laughs> Everett Lee. That is spicy. Real quick question. I like it. Before, before I ask a, a question. So, will you be gathering? I think that's going live. Yeah. Live. So, yeah. Like, so, you mean, Greenberg, I think she's trying to I, say... Yes. Oh, all yes, the same, yes, in person. Got it. In no, person. we are going to keep, um, we're going to keep a virtual studio, but that is largely because our betting, um, our betting expert and analyst Minty Betts lives in Vegas. So she's going to have to be remoted in. Andy's in Chicago. So it just doesn't make sense to get everybody into mm -hmm. a studio when the entire cast is going to have to be remoted yes. in uh, virtually anyway. So we're going to, we do have this awesome virtual set. We got a preview of it um, internally on Tuesday. I think, you know, it's different and it certainly differentiates us from other live shows in the space. So, okay, oh, Chris. 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 No big fan of yours. So, Liz, we have assigned Justin Jefferson jersey to raffle off, yes. and we have assigned Devontae Adams jersey to raffle off. It is up to you, but would you like to stick around with us as we do that? Sure. You like right now? No, you won't. Yes, right now. Yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's okay, go. cool. Let's go. I just broke a nail. So, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> oh, my first gel in like 18 months, and look what happened. Oh, you know girl, I can't. Oh, I can't good. We made Josh anymore. laugh again. Go ahead. <laughs> Have you been? Have and you stopped laughing? Enter the stream. It's like goodness gracious. No, I, mean, I don't think he stopped laughing since no. he bossed us around before the start of the show. Like when he you know, us like, around oh, and then by he's Liz like, yeah, whatever. And you should be laughing because I'm laughing at you for the reason why we even have assigned Justin Jefferson jersey, which you should Why's be laughing at. Go get a mirror, hold it in front of your face, 
And keep I got, it's in the box. I'm sorry. I, I know. Lauren, Whatever. So like I teased last week that there was a story behind you and Josh and Justin Jefferson. Can you please share with the class what that is? So I, um, I may have had a few cocktails, but it wasn't like so over the top that I didn't have my mind right. And uh, Josh bet me that Justin Jefferson was just going to be a flash in the pan when I said, no, sir. He is not. And I believe I said he would finish as a wide receiver one, didn't I? You said top 24, and I said no. Top 24. That's yeah. right. I said he's going to finish as a top 24. He said, no, he's not. He's a flash in the pan. And I said, the bet is on. He's supposed to donate to the ASPCA. But instead, we got to sign Justin Jefferson jersey to raffle off for women of fantasy football. So I think it's even Steven on that one. But I win. I like to think that I pay my debts forward. So You did a great job. You did a great job. But you should listen to me next time. <laughs> Why do you think we do this show, Lord? Because you guys are a hell of a lot smarter than we are. <laughs> oh, yeah. Josh because just wanted to believe that because the Eagles skipped out on him. You're probably All right. So right? who is the who's the beneficiary of my of my of, I love it's mine. It's my yeah. Justin Jefferson jersey now. The beneficiary of your wisdom, Lauren. Yeah, she's that one. <laughs> My dog. <laughs> oh, Which one? All right. Let's make Both. sure this one's it. Yep. Wow. There's a lot of names. There on are this. a lot of names on this. Holy cow. Yes. I can't see names. any of yeah. them. So real quick, real quick, before I spin this wheel, I just want to give mm. a shout out to every single person that donated this week. We have raised $780 towards our $3,000 goal for the Women of Fantasy Football event. So shout out hey to all of you that have decided that Devontae Adams and Justin Jefferson should be hanging up on your office walls. All right, we ready to see who wins, Senor Justin Jefferson? Yes. Let's do it. I'm, I'm ready. It. <laughs> this is a new... I'm ready to give it away. <laughs> but never forgotten. I wish I could see these. They're so oh, tiny. Wow. Get out of here. No, what? Please. Josh uh, Jacobs. Out of here. <laughs> no. This is this is rigged. So, oh my god, Liz. Oh my god. He won last we won last week. Josh He won Jacobs? he won a signed football last week. Yep. The Raiders running back or the <laughs> no. I'm sure. Different they possibly. Say no, but we're not sure. This is weird. I think you should do it again. Sorry, Josh Jacobs, but like it's can you break I'm with, Liz on, oh, I'm with Liz on this one. I kind of am I mean, too, Josh. I'm really sorry, but I don't know, man. But then I'm also torn because he also donated again, so. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of where I'm at with this whole thing, so. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's Lauren's husband. Everybody. That's my husband, by the way. Look, uh, here, here's what I, I will say: we, we did not, we did not put in any rules in place that if you won one, you couldn't win the next one. Well, that kind because of defeats the, the purpose of, the day, of raising money for a foundation. Yeah. And that's kind of the whole point of this: it's to continue to raise money. So, okay. Well, if Josh Jacobs wins the next one, we have a situation. Oh yeah. No. Wait, your husband's name is Josh Jacobs? No, 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 no. My husband did a comment. My husband made oh. a comment. Her husband's Jeff, Jeff Carpenter. Jeff Carpenter. Yeah, Jeff Carpenter. Because <laughs> you're Lauren Carpenter. You yes. got it. Yes. 
And Josh right. Jacobs is dead to me this year, so definitely not my husband. <laughs> which oh, Josh Jacobs? <laughs> I don't know which one now. <laughs> wild. But who is that who? So, wild. Josh Jacobs, if you're watching, I think you should pick whichever one. Yeah, this one's the Devontae Adams somebody. jersey. Possibly. We'll talk to we'll talk to Josh Jacobs about that. It just forward. sounds so weird to say. So are we spinning for not can, can he just be known as hashtag not Joshua Jacobs? <laughs> hashtag not Joshua Jacobs. Dennis I'm M. Roy. Sure. Dennis I'm M. Roy, congratulations, sure my friend. Signed this weekend. Signed Devontae Adams jersey for Dennis M. Roy. Thank you very much for donating, my friend. I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you. His burner so is now much. named Josh Jacobs. This is so crazy. What is happening right now? Josh Jacobs is just triggering for so many reasons. I know. This is so wrong. This is so wrong. So, Liz, oh thank you goodness. so much oh for joining our God. insanity yet again. You are nothing short of an inspiration to everybody, not, mm -hmm. not to mention women in this industry, women in this space. And always just your great attitude and your hilarious sense of humor. Honestly, oh. it's always a joy to speak with you, for real. Oh, thank I you. Mean, if you don't follow Liz on Instagram, you are <laughs> missing out You're real on silly. living vicariously through her. Oh no. <laughs> She's great. She's great on Instagram. She's Love great it. on everything, actually. Thank you guys. I really appreciate that. This is always fun. And I just want to call out all the people who are supporting. <laughs> That's amazing. All of the people who are supporting just having different voices and different points of view in the space and the independent content content creators who are grinding and finding their way and finding their voice and like what an awesome time to be part of this industry that was already full of really, really nice people. I'm sorry I missed uh, people at the expo, by the way, um, but I just feel very, very grateful um, to be recognized, but more importantly, included. So thank you. My champ. All right, thank does that mean I can you. go now? Absolutely. Yeah, I'm yeah, definitely on this ratchet this nail. I know this sticker at the bottom. <laughs> Josh, he's the he's the bossy one. Right. Actually, that's all Joe. I was gonna say, I'm pretty sure that's Joe. This you can go. You don't right, have to stick around for this. My dad, Tom, Melissa, I said hello. Stay well, guys. Will we do. Will. Oh my god. Imagine thinking Josh did that. Why does Come she on. put up with us? I don't even know. Hi, Imagine Joe. Imagine I'm going to pop out. Joe going to have his little moment as we wait Jeez. on Melissa. Oh, so, Lord. Uh, Joshua Jacobs, Dennis M. Roy, if you guys are listening, thank you so much for donating. Thank you to everybody else that donated. Uh, I'll have another announcement towards the tail end of the show, towards next week's raffles, and we'll go from there, everybody. So thank you. Oh, um, my goodness. Imagine thinking Josh has the creativity to come up with these two things. Come on now. <laughs> Creativity or I know because you just knowledge. Said, oh. <laughs> I mean, I thought I thought it was pretty funny, so I I was enjoying myself backstage. Oh, bye, Lauren. Lauren has to step away for a second. What's up, Faith? Hi, Joe. How are you? Good, good. This is my first appearance on this year's show. I so know. I'm, Welcome. I know. I was I was excited to be here. Excited to have Liz on. That was that was a good uh good first. What are we now? Forty minutes in. Um. Apparently, yeah. I need Josh Jacobs' luck. Uh, Josh, if you're if you're watching, play the lottery because clearly right? you're lucky. 
Uh, um, Sunday at the expo, there was a guy who won um, a DeAndre Swift jersey, and then two hours later, one assigned a Darius Leonard jersey. Nice, nice. Casual. No, I'm sorry, that is a lie. He did not win that. He won uh, an Urlacher jersey, not assigned Darius Leonard jersey. But still, he won two things in like two hours. Damn, that's that's good. Good for him. Yeah. Um, I, I I don't really know what to say to that. Uh, that's that's pretty cool. The the luck to have there, and then obviously, you know, we're, we're doing some pretty cool stuff. Getting, oh my god, Lauren, you're back. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's Stepmom Lauren. Hi. <laughs> Lauren, you're that excited to see yourself? I am. I'm always excited to see myself. <laughs> Sometimes I am not excited to see myself. Yeah, no, I'm normally not either. It's more like, oh, yeah, especially depending on the time of day versus how many cups of coffee I've had or how many hours of sleep I've had. Also, Excellent. a distinguishing factor. Are we still? Are we still waiting on Miss Jacobs? Yeah, we are. I believe we are. Melissa should be here any second. Founder of the Football Girl. I'm excited. Um, I'm super I, excited. I'm not talking yeah, about boss betting. Yeah, I, I wish I. I Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Joe. Why am I speaking? Go. I don't know. No, go ahead, Joe. Oh, I would say I wish I could stay for the whole thing, but uh, we have a team dinner tonight to wrap up uh, the Lark season, so I sadly will not be able to stay the rest of the show once Melissa Come joins her. us. I know. So I have, actually, I, I know this is a little fantasy football, but Joe's here, and I have a question. Sure. So the Larks, is it a, a minor league team, or is it a collegiate team? Like... It well, is Lord. it is a collegiate summer league team. Um, what does that mean? So in the summer, the uh, players that obviously were playing in college need a place to play in the summer um, if they haven't been drafted. So they will play in a collegiate summer league. So you might have heard of the Cape Cod League, um, the Coastal Plains League. If you know the Savannah Bananas, that's basically what the we are. Savannah Bananas? Yeah, so that's basically what we are. <laughs> Joe, um, really? <laughs> LFG Larks, hashtag flap your wings. Brand recognition, always. Um it's uh it's it's pretty it's nice. It's nice. So we uh yeah, that's that's essentially what we are. It's it's just a summer collegiate team. So we get players from across the country that play collegiately throughout the spring, and then once their season's over, they come and play with us. But I'm done talking because I think someone just joined the chat room. That is fantastic. So our next guest, I actually had the opportunity to actually have a conversation with her and one of our guests from next week, Stefania Bell, on Clubhouse on draft night. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Melissa Jacobs. Hello. Hi. Hey, girl. How, are guys, how are you guys doing? No, oh, how you are know. you? Your earrings are Oh my god! Super awesome! Thank you, thank you. Those feathers, stop it! No, they're not. They were. I actually got them. Um, I was able to sneak to Hawaii this summer, so it was just some like artisan farmers market thing. Oh my god, those are the best! I know, right? Those right. are the best. I got a, a couple pairs of earrings from Denver when we went, and oh. I don't know if it's true or not that it was made out of like elk hide and like deer hide and stuff, and it was like oh my gosh. just like homemade. You could definitely tell, and they yeah. are my absolute favorite earrings, just because they're you can't go buy them on Amazon, sadly. No, but it, it's yeah. just they're they're gorgeous. So I agree with Faith Fab. Yeah, thank, yeah. These are just like little tiny beads. Very. Uh, I don't. I think my like, hands are too big to make them. 
Like, they move and that's <laughs> it's like a little itty bit. I mean, they do. They have a lot of fluidity. That's why I thought they were kind of like, like the ocean or... in Hawaii. <laughs> Perfection. Perfection. Or the hula, also in Hawaii. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, so Melissa, Faith... how are? You? Yes, ma'am. No, I was gonna say that that was our my clubhouse initiation. You were yes. part of it. So Stefania, who you're gonna have on next week. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's ma'am. awesome. She's the best. Um, we're very good friends and we're both 49ers fans. So we were texting throughout the draft. And then when the 49ers eschewed Mac Jones and got <laughs> Trey Lance, she's like, we got to try this thing. We're just going to start talking. And like, I don't even know how it works completely either. And then Faith was there. And I don't know. We I feel like we started talking about the Patriots or something. We Well, I was the only one in the room with the two of you for a hot minute. And so... Yeah. You guys asked about my fandom and what I thought about our pick, Mac Jones. And with Bill Belichick, it's one of those things that you never know. Because I could could hate a pick and Bill Belichick's going to turn him into gold. Or I could love a pick and he just, Bill Belichick's like, no, I don't like him. He's gone. So I have yet to see. But I honestly think I love Mac Jones. First of all, his middle name is McCorkle. And how do you know that? Wait, oh, McCorkle. yeah, that's what Mac is short for. His full name is Michael McCorkle Jones. <laughs> Mc- McCorkle is his mother's maiden name. Okay, okay. And that so, makes sense. Yes. And yeah. there, she was the end of, she didn't have any male siblings to carry on the last name. So oh. Mac got the middle name. So in order to not get beat up constantly with the name McCorkle, he just turned into a stellar, amazing quarterback. I made yes. that up. Totally <laughs> made that up. Drafted, <laughs> I'm kidding. Drafted by you the New England it. Patriots. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I laughed at the on Thursday. I, I did. Oh, no. I laughed. Don't apologize. I laughed. <laughs> when I first laughs. read it, I laughed. I was on a live stream on draft night, and we were talking about Mac and where it came from. And so I looked it up, and on a live stream, <laughs> I cackled. And they were like, what? And I was like, you got to hear this story because <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah. So, yeah. Melissa, you have had an amazing career. You have worked well, for you. some companies, you know, people might have heard of, you know, like ESPN yeah. or Sports Illustrated mm. or, you know, The Guardian. I mean, you might have heard of those names. Um, so what were some of the biggest takeaways from each of those stops in your career? It, it is a loaded question. So. Wow. Wow. Well, yeah, it's, it's first of all, I'm still. um in fact, I, I just confirmed it today that I'm gonna do, I'm gonna be doing the NFL column again this year for the Guardian. Um, I do other nice. stuff for them too, um, I, even other sports. And but I'll, but it's like the Sunday column is their big NFL the big thing. one, yeah. In the in the season, you know, where you are on deadline, you're watching all the games and you're writing little. Lauren knows humor. all about that. Yes, yeah, I do. Right. <laughs> And you're very tired, right, on Monday? I don't have a brain. I was telling this to Liz, but I specifically got this cup based on its nice swirlies and colors because that's what my brain looks like after (laughs) about three hours of Sunday. I'm like, ah! It's just absolute insanity. But somehow it's a chaotic, creative mess. But yes, I feel you on that nowhere near to the extent of which I believe you do, because you, like you said, you do multiple sports. Um, but that's just for the guardian NFL column too. And I believe it's pronounced Espen 
not ESPN oh, for I'm those so people sorry. who aren't familiar. I'm um, just kidding. No. And tell us a little bit too about the about ESPN, about Sports Illustrated, because you are right. all over the place. You're not just a content creator. You yeah. do all sorts of things. So fill us no, in. I've actually worked for people. Isn't that crazy? Um, I've <laughs> bosses. <laughs> bosses. It's so weird. Um, so yeah, it's very different phases of my career. So ESPN was like a couple years out of college. I, I'm from the Bay Area. Um, I actually went over there for radio. My first job out of college was at a uh, at KMBR, which is the big sports station mm -hmm. in San Francisco. And we were one of the biggest affiliates of ESPN Radio. At, I don't know if they still are, but at the, I don't listen to local radio anymore. I shouldn't say that. Sorry. But um, but I would deal with their like affiliate people all the time. So they would kind of hear what we're doing. And then they kind of, I guess they recruited me. So I mean, that was like, early 20s um going from san francisco to bristol connecticut i had never driven in snow um but and and you know you're in this this environment and it's just it's like partially inspiring because you're just like with so many smart mm -hmm. people you know and i started getting immersed on the television side like pretty quickly after i got there but i'm you know i'm producing radio shows i'm you know, I start go, getting to the television side. I actually created a, a job for myself and then a department, which was really rooted in booking guests. Um, I'm going to sneak in there real quick because I know yeah. you're just going to gloss over this, Melissa, and I'm going to call you out for it. Uh, she was the youngest executive producer in the history of KNBR radio in San Francisco. Yeah. So there's that. So, <laughs> there's that. Well, yeah, you know. I mean, Quite frankly, I was just a complete workaholic. So like when I think of the different phases of my career, like I'm like now I got two kids and like I couldn't do what I did then mm -hmm. even if I wanted to, right? Like, like eat and sleep and yeah, yeah. My, my bosses would have 10 minutes be to like, yourself. You, you have to, what, what did I have a pager or something? Like you have to turn your pager off on the weekends. Like you cannot, like you are working too much. You don't need to go to everything. You don't need to like, like turn your brain off. So like, that was very good advice, but it also helped me succeed at the time because I don't think people at that point gave two craps other than this particular boss about work-life balance, right? So I kind of rose, rose through the ranks pretty quickly based on <laughs> having no other life other than my job, but loving it too. Like it was very, I mean, when you, you know, especially if you grow, I grew up a Niners fan, Giants fan. Um, I actually thought I wanted to be a sports agent. And this was sort of like, oh, like getting in the media will be fun. It's like something to do before I go to law school. I never went to law school. Loved <laughs> media. Um, it's just so like, I don't know, the, the multitasking, the, you know, self creation, the, the evolution of it. So so I had my, my career at ESPN. I mean, it just involved radio, creating my own job, working. I got really immersed in like NFL Live, which is kind of gave me the backbone to eventually start the Football Girl Sports Center. I worked on the ESPYs, like various roles doing that, worked on like different shows, different products, different lots of things. Even ESPN The Phone. Anyone remember that? That was like... <laughs> That was a thing. I'm glad you don't because people were very bad about that. It was like a huge disaster, actually. What was it? It was just, it was like a, a phone that was just branded ESPN, but then I guess it, oh didn't, my gosh. it didn't work that well. So <laughs> it was, I think it was supposed to be embedded with like, you know, an early um, version of, of apps, I guess, like trivia games and stuff. Oh, like so that. it was like a cell phone. Yeah. It was oh. a cell phone. It, yeah. Interesting. Wow. It didn't take off. You guys haven't heard of it. Uh, so obviously, 
we yeah that's that was a thing oh my gosh so, okay somebody <laughs> yes thank you um so that was just amazing and i you know i made friends and contacts there that i still have to this day i just took a girls trip with a couple of my friends okay yeah so that i mean just amazing experience and even after you know i kept kind of going back even after i left i, I never really left um but yeah, then I I guess I I started the football girl after that. But you just want to talk about like the big name places, so that's fine. Well, that's actually <laughs> going to be my next question. That's totally going to be my next question. Is you know, so what? How did you get into the football girl? What gave you that inspiration? Um, what was the purpose of it, and and why does it kind of fulfill a need that you thought was missing? But you know, I guess that's me kind of assuming that's why you started it. But yeah, next, we're going to be my next question. So, do you have ESP N? <laughs> see what is I did there? Because it's like a whole network up in here. ESP. Girl, I know I haven't. I, I use that a lot, actually. Okay. But okay. I mean, yes, I did. I'm, yeah, okay. I, I can tell you did. Very, very good. Nicely. Thank done. you. Thank um, you. So yes, you you are correct. You usually it's important to start something. That's my main advice. Make sure that there's actually a need for it. Mm -hmm. Um at, at at the time, um, and I would I would argue still today that when I, when I launched the football girl, I mean, there was nothing marketed to women. Like you got, you guys weren't out there. Maybe you were, and I didn't know you yet. Maybe we couldn't connect via Twitter. Like there were no women, literally no women talking about fantasy football. That's one thing. This is like mm -hmm. pre even Stefania Bell mm -hmm. landing it. Like, I think she landed right after I started. Um, Liz didn't have, I think Liz was still acting at the time or something. Um, or so she had, she had her website, fantasy football girl, Liz Loza. That was what she had before Yahoo. Um, That's the blog that she started. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And we would get confused, right? Because I was a football girl. She was a fantasy football girl. Happens all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the way, you know, the NFL was so bad at marketing to women. Like it was all pink and everything was football 101. It was so <laughs> condescending. And this assumption that there was such a minuscule number of, of, female fans that actually knew the game. So they, well, they were trying to, you know, I know female apparel was their fastest growing ancillary business. That's kind of how they treated women from a content standpoint of like, mm -hmm. Oh, you're just, you're just here to buy mm -hmm. like pink sweatshirts. Like you don't actually want to talk uh, and analyze these games at all. So I just, you know, I, well, I actually originally was going to create this site just for fantasy football and kind of quickly realized that, I mean, I don't know if, well, I guess we can talk about this in a second. I didn't think there was so much differentiation between the way women consumed. And, and, you know, I did some studies on this and whatnot. The way women consumed fantasy football. Um, although I would argue women are more competitive fantasy football players than men. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. Right, mm -hmm. right. Um, but the way they consumed the actual game and the kinds of stories they wanted and, and they still want, you know, uh, and again, it's evolved, but still wanted that analysis, but didn't need to read, you know, and I respect the hell out of Bill Simmons, but they didn't read to read like all his like bro-y NFL mm -hmm. comments, like me and my bros, like we went to Vegas and we like <laughs> went to a strip club and like that turns you off, you know, like, I just want to know what you think about the Patriots, right? Like, mm -hmm. I don't care about <laughs> Like the name of the stripper at your strip club or whatever. Yeah, I don't need to know about Candy Apple. Just tell me what you yeah. think. Right. <laughs> right. So, uh, you know, I'm like, you know, I'm not going to make this pink. It's just going to be called Football Girl. Like, I'm going to try to have, you know, women contribute, speak to women. But I'm also not going to alienate men. I, I made that mm -hmm. decision early on. Like, I'm going to, you know, when, when appropriate, going to have males that want to be part of this, that want to help engage the, the female audience. 
Um, and yeah, so that that's how I launched it. And um, kind of quickly after I launched it, ESPNW <laughs> launched. So they like I kind of had this series of just happenstance events that gave me opportunities, one of which is ESPNW. I was one of their founding contributors and I actually did fantasy football for them. Like somehow I was doing chats on ESPN.com, which was super cool. Um, and that's how I got to know Stefania. We actually, we did some like women in <laughs> fantasy football, kind of maybe similar to what you guys are doing right now. Um, but we did some in-person events in New York together, uh, which is great. And that sort of helped form our, mm -hmm. our friendship that still exists and then sports illustrated to get to get to to fast forward to that i mean that was just totally out of the blue it was like it was the person who became my boss heard me on a podcast talking about what i would do with the football girl if i had more resources essentially i'm like what my vision was and they had a recruiter reach out to me and he was like i think we could apply that to the NFL section of Sports Illustrated. And it was not like a very like super popular podcast. It's such a um, lesson. And like, when you put something out there, or you guest on a podcast, I mean, who knows mm -hmm. who's listening to this, mm -hmm. right? Like, mm -hmm. you don't know where your opportunities are going to come from. So and I was, didn't go on that podcast to try to have somebody from Sports Illustrated reach out to me. That mm -hmm. was just yeah. the, the, you know, the result, but yeah. So, so then I became the NFL editor. It was kind of a weird situation. So I was the NFL editor of the website, but then they also had MMQB, which is Peter King's baby. So it was kind of like two competing websites at sports illustrated, but it was still, um, you know, to, to, I got to work with some of the best writers, like literally in existence and just do cool stories and sort of have a runway to, you know, sort of an easel that we could kind of fill in and, and try some different things. Ultimately, I would say MMQB won out and the NFL, <laughs> the NFL site doesn't really exist in, in the form. But I knew that I got there and I immediately went to my boss. I'm like, we got to merge these two things. Like, why, right. what are we doing? And mm -hmm. actually they did. So that's and awesome. Then, yeah. <laughs> So you made a comment earlier that I think it's really important for people to understand. We, especially here at Women of Fantasy Football, but Lauren and myself individually and a, the handful of women that I know in fantasy football, including Liz, promoting women in football or women in fantasy football, women in, women in sports, our goal isn't to tear down the men that are there. Our goal is not to step on them to get ahead of. It's just to be equal. So the fact that you didn't eliminate male writers from the football girl is a big example of that. It's a, hey, we're not here just to bash everybody. As long as you support our cause, we would love to have you stand right next to us because that's just as important for there to be men who support women in sports. And I know the guys at No Pun Intended at Club Fantasy are really great about doing that. And there's a bunch of other guys that I know that are just as great. And so it's important. And I, I love that you included male writers and weren't exclusionary and just saying, no, this is... It's a female thing. It's a girls only club. No boys allowed. 
Yeah. And I appreciate you, you saying that. And I, you know, when I started, I was like, why would I want to exclude men for it? Like I, I felt excluded. That's the very thing that, mm-hmm. that I have mm-hmm. felt for like my whole life being a football fan. Like why now would I say, okay, you're not allowed to this thing that hopefully will be cool. Right? Like, no, I want you to be part of it and support us. And I want to, I just really wanted to create an environment where women could comment on pieces. Women could share their mind. Women could, you know, because that was always missing too. Like you go to the comments mm-hmm. and it's like Doug and Joe and Bobby and Bill. Mm-hmm. And no offense to all of them. Like they're all <laughs> yeah. great. But like, like I feel, I, you know, and I think I felt the same also, even as, even though I was confident in my own knowledge, I'm like, why well, I don't belong here. Like, I don't feel like I belong mm-hmm. here. It's just a place where, you know, it's so, this is awesome. Like what you guys are doing just that we can, you know, we can shoot the shit about whatever. And I, I'm sure there's men. Yeah. I mean, I, there, there's men watching, I assume, and um, being part of this. And, and I mean, I don't know if we're, we're teaching anything, but learning. Yeah, about, we're, we're not here to teach. We are here to shoot the shit, about as you said. How you make uh, earrings. and Exactly, yes. girl. Exactly. Because it's a thing. I did not make these either, but they are like tiny beads. But I do want to touch on something that you you mentioned a little bit before and elaborate just a hair. Because one of the things that you've done so much different types of content, types of different things. But one of the things specifically I like about writing so much is that if you can create a solid argument based on your research, whatever that research is, and back up your opinion, it suddenly becomes very blind, which is why I love fantasy football so much, is that people don't see my face or hear my voice. They're reading my argument as it goes through. And to me, that does kind of create a little bit more of an even playing field. So mm-hmm. what would you say to any woman who is wanting to, and I said ask this to Liz as well, not just women, but men as well, who want to kind of bust into this idea of fantasy football content creation and what are the first steps that you would recommend for them in order to maybe try their hand at the space? Yeah. Well, Lauren, it's very, um, it's interesting because as you were saying that I was thinking of just all the horrible trolling comments that I would get, but it's always when, you know, I'm writing about social justice issues or when I wrote about mm-hmm. for the guard, like I did a reported piece on how, I basically was projecting the Jaguars to, to make their home in London in five years and then getting all these angry, like Jacksonville people at me. But that's, that's a totally different situation than fantasy. It's Jacksonville. It's very- we here in Florida. Just disregard them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I was, I was called, called a lot of names for that piece. Um, that I still remember. Wow. But wow. yeah, but it's, to- but the point of being is that it's totally different. Like that kind of, commentary versus writing about football because what's so great about fantasy football writing is it really is rooted in stats and trends mm-hmm. and you know you're there's so much information out there it's like what are the sources that you're using the resources and you're packaging that and forming your own opinion you know you're not making you know social arguments <laughs> about things unless you want to have a do not draft list or something but yeah to, to answer <laughs> You know, the entry point, I mean, uh, you know, there's always the argument, like, should you work for free or not? Um, and mm-hmm. that's a total, like, situational-based thing. I know there's not a lot of money in fan- in fantasy. There's only a handful of jobs that can actually be, like, full-time. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I think people need to, to, to understand that mm-hmm. now. And I think it is hard. Um, sorry, I should be more positive. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Hard and you shouldn't do this and you're going to get trolled. You will not know. That's not, it's not that hard. You won't get trolled. 
you, I mean, it, you should work hard. Don't, don't, first of all, don't enter <laughs> the, the world. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to get positive here. I promise. <laughs> make, make sure you know your shit. Number one, mm-hmm. like, obviously I know that's, but it's not, a, it's not a place you can fake it in fantasy. And I was so like honored that you guys wanted me on the show, but I, well, I'm not like Liz. Like I don't, I don't write fantasy every day. Doesn't so matter. Like, We're honored ask, you said yes. No, I'm like, if they ask me for like, you know, Rondale Moore projections, like <laughs> no. I don't know if I can do that. Girl, <laughs> girl you probably. and I are best friends. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's, not I don't really, write. I'm, I think I'm the only like fantasy person here. But I guess my question is no. like, the reason I, I love writing about fantasy sports and fantasy football, I guess, because I don't write, I, I, I try to at least eat and sleep. So I only do fantasy football. <laughs> but the reason I like, really doing that is because it is blind but for someone who wants to get into any type of content creation because you've had so many different roles and so many different jobs and you did mention before that you've kind of created these on your own i mean like i guess what i'm trying to extrapolate from this i'm just going to put words in your mouth here is don't be afraid to create those things and like you and liz actually had mentioned too about we have to think bigger right we have to think Mm -hmm. bigger than beyond than ourselves and in this tiny little box that we've lived in for so long especially because of covid and the things that we have to do to expand and network and meet new people. And I think you've done such a great job of that throughout your career without the necessity of necessarily being forced into this because of a pandemic or of anything else that's going on. So what would you, what kind of advice, what kind of motivation would you give to somebody who wanted to follow in a similar type of fashion, who wants to get into what you do? Um, You know, I believe there's, you do like guest um, talent, right? And you, you book talent, you did that I for did that. NFL Live? Yeah. I mean, you do so that. many yeah. different things. Yeah. I mean, first of all, know your skill set. Um, that was something that came really easy to me at the time. I mean, I shouldn't say it was that easy because not every guest says yes, but I loved mm-hmm. working people. I loved working agents mm-hmm. and relationships. Like, like at the time, that was like so up my alley. Now I, I love writing because it's kind of up my alley, but it's also like a little bit of a challenge. Mm-hmm. So I think you, you know, you need to find a thing that's going to like, like the thing that, that kind of comes natural to you. So maybe your entry point, like maybe you're really good at, you know, video production and you start making videos. Maybe you're not, you're, you as talent aren't there yet, but you're do other cool things with the videos that stand out. And then the other part comes is you're getting more reps. Um, you know, if you're a natural writer, you just, you know, like if it's fantasy, you got, you got to find a way to differentiate yourself, right? right. Whether it, first of all, make sure your, your pieces are well edited and well written, like infuse your personality. What is it about? <laughs> she's, she's the editor extraordinaire okay. <laughs> right over right. here. I mean, editors are, are the oh, MVPs. queens, queens yeah. and kings totally, and emperors totally. and goddesses. <laughs> totally. Yes. Totally. Um, you know, be, be, uh, you know, I think making sure that you just have your own voice and, and being confident in that and, mm-hmm. and not being scared to, to, to post things and, you know, getting creative, using your social channels. Maybe you don't have one yet. You're building your following. Like, what is the thing that I can do here? That's different. Like what's a series I can run. What's a, even like a stat that you can mm-hmm. use and you can input like differently and, and you do that on a schedule and people start to know it and people start to share it and meet people and use them. People in the fantasy industry, like to this day, like I kind of started in the industry and again, I've veered away and I kind of like have dipped my toe back in. They're, they're so amazing. And like the people, like even the top level people are willing to help. 
Like it is at, like Matthew Berry. I saw him at the combine the last time there was a combine. We didn't have one last year. <laughs> Sad, and right? Yeah. And I was telling him about some of the stuff I was doing. And he's just like, I love that you're promoting women. Like hit me up whenever, if you know, you need anything promoted, like any, anyone on your podcast or any, you know, thing you're doing with other women. He loves it. Right. Like you, you know, and I'm not like friends with him per se, but like, he's a good person. I got, though, he's yeah. a very good person, but there's other like top, you know, top people in the industry, men and women, Liz will help out. Stefania will help out like all like people mm -hmm. and, and like, make sure you use them. Even if you feel like, Oh, I'm at this level and they're this level, you know, ask them for help. Cause those, you know, these are like, mm -hmm. all respected people and that you're, you're going to, you're going to get your following like that. And, and just, mm -hmm. So I know, I know I've, I've done so many different random things that, and my lane has changed so many times, like for me that works, but I think for other people that kind of helps you solidify your lane when you see what like really sparks you and, and sparks an audience. I love it. I love it. Agreed. And I mean, like you said, ask those people for help because they can't answer you if you don't ask. You ask and right. the worst they say is no, but hey, right. you you shoot, you, you shot your shot. What is the past tense of shoot your shot? You shot what, your what's shot. What's the Wayne right? It's like every shot you don't take is a miss or something. Yeah, yeah you miss 100% I mean, of the shots you don't take. take. There you go. Yes. There you go. I'm a hockey girl. Yeah, yes. there you go. I love my Wayne Gretzky a little bit. Aww. Even though he was on our team for like a minute. That's fine though. <laughs> that is better, but hey. 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 Chili cut stamps right here. I don't watch hockey. I care. I like, like, I okay. feel like the same people when I was in high school are like still playing now. Like they play for like 70 years. These hockey It's players. ridiculous. Basically, I think they're all cyborgs. I'm like, like, did you that. replace no. all of your joints and bones with adamantium? Because I don't know how you're still walking. Like what is, what is happening? But I have they're a random Captain question America for you. Yeah. Literally, literally. Although oh my God. I, I love hockey so much, like, because football is my, is my love, my, my work love. I, I, you know, that's what I do all my fantasy stuff. Hockey is like my, my guilty pleasure love. And I <laughs> love one player so much that I named my cat after him is Ryan O'Reilly from the St. Louis cat. My O'Reilly cat. Oh that's God. how ridiculous I am. And my poor husband oh, is like, can oh, we watch oh. something else on TV besides oh sports? I'm like, no, deal with it. It gets really bad. <laughs> It's sad, but I have a question for you. This is a question yeah. I like to ask because the the answers are 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 very wide and they oh, are allowed um, to be. Okay. So it can be anything, but what is the one thing that you see on social media that just drives you berserk? It can be anything. It doesn't have to be about sports or anything else. Just something that you see on social media that you're like, ah, oh, I can't stand it. Somebody last year said choreographed dances. Choreographed dances <laughs> drives them up the wall. So we anything, oh my gosh. anything, anything goes. Anything I have, like, goes. I have mean thoughts in my head that I'm gonna. Oh, not, but I'm not no, gonna share, share them. I was gonna say you can air your grievances. That's fine. With yeah, that. no, I know, I know. Just don't um, name names, and nobody will know it's about them. You're good. <laughs> then you'll make them think about it, and then maybe they'll change their ways. Maybe. Well, I, this, this is a non-sports 
sports thing, but I hate, I hate how every person on Instagram that is also a parent, like their kids are perfect. Like, I feel like, well, uh-huh. I feel like my friends, cause I know my friends, kids and I love them all. And they're like, not all perfect, but, and it's not my friends, it's like other people that I'm not like, I'm sort of tangentially know. I don't, I just don't mm-hmm. like that aspect of, of Instagram. I want to be like my kid, like did covered in ketchup tonight yeah. and like he didn't make his room and he like screamed at me and like hit his brother. And like, I want, I want to like be able to capture that aspect um from okay here's the thing that that this is just a a very minor thing people that are like really well known on twitter i'm talking about followings and like hundreds of thousands this is clearly not me um when they when they like somebody like when they write a piece that like they they send the piece out right and it gets like five thousand likes and like a bunch of people retweeting it and then they start retweeting people like that were like oh this was a great article and then they just like retweet all the people like and then their whole feed is like 50 yeah. they just pick 50 like compliments to retweet of, of themselves mm-hmm. it's a little pet peeve of mine i feel like it's not necessary that's interesting is that, uh, I is that love it because i've never really know. noticed that before i've never noticed that before but now i will like pay attention to that and be like oh i see you just retweeted your retweet over retweet i see what you're yeah. doing like if your piece Tweet a little like, i mean i've definitely written pieces myself and i'm like oh i don't know if enough people have clicked on it and I'll, i'm not like this piece is great but i'll like mm-hmm. reshare it a few times yeah yeah but there's oh, yeah. a difference there's a difference between being like how do i look in the bathroom mirror selfie you know, like as opposed to, I just want to get this out to as many people as possible. Right. There's a big difference right. between the two of those things. Right. I see right. what you're saying. Right. And I think there's a difference of you retweeting your article several times versus you retweeting Lauren's quote tweet saying how great you were. It's kind of like a, oh, hey, everybody, by the way, this person thinks I'm awesome. Look <laughs> at me. Oh, and so does this person over here. Like, they're never right. going to retweet or promote anything where somebody said, you know what, I disagree with you, or I don't like that take, or whatever, because nobody likes to focus on that. It's all about yeah. social media in general today is all about self-worship and, hey, look at me. Listen, I I can be guilty if I'm feeling myself, like, <laughs> I can take a selfie. Yeah. I mean, filters are nice. Let's be real. Like for real. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Sometimes I just. Oh, yeah. This doesn't happen seconds. No. (laughs) And sometimes you just want to take a. You're feeling your outfit, but you just didn't feel like putting on makeup, so you want to take a cute picture. But this just is not picture worthy. I feel that filters are your friends. I do love so, your shirt, right. though. What does that say? I said, oh, I got nevertheless. Yeah, I need that in my life. Mine, mine has mine's waff. Women of fantasy oh, football. Oh, I love it. Yay, I love homemade. Hers is the nicer version of my homemade oh, one. Lauren's okay, so one, one more rando. Let me do one more rando question for you. Um, what was your um, biggest? I don't want to call it a guilty pleasure, but what was your like go to during the pandemic? Like just to make you feel better. Like 90s music or I don't know. You've got mail with Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. <laughs> I started um I started binging on All American. Have you guys seen that show? Ooh, no. Is that I the football one on like yeah. CW? Yes. No, I and haven't. It's, and it's like it's like basically geared towards 16-year-olds, but I love it. <laughs> 
Those are sometimes the best. They get really deep, yeah, by the way. I'm yeah. like, okay, Dr. Phil, what's going on here? These are for young adults. <laughs> I watch Riverdale, so. Oh, oh yeah. Same. That's another guilty pleasure. Yeah. Yes. The, the, so the, good. And my I husband, my husband, like, every episode, he's like, why are we watching? Like, what is wrong with us? <laughs> no, you episode? don't even understand because mine was Finding Bigfoot um, on Discovery what? Plus. Yeah, oh, my oh God. God. Like, people that would be like, amazing. oh, you know, hey, you want to do something? Like, no, I'm on my couch finding Bigfoot, okay? No, they don't find him. Spoiler alert. But it is fun watching them try. Yeah. That was my that was my guilty pleasure. So actually watching something that is sort of fun and not just people hooting and hollering in a, in a forest, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think I might take yours over mine. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fun, though. Um, we're not fun. talking bad about the CW. I know. We're saying it. I also watch I also watch Dynasty on the CW. So wait, like the like, is that the like new, a remake of Dynasty? Yes, it's oh, set in it. Oh my wow. gosh, oh my gosh, it's set in Atlanta. It's so bad. It's good. <laughs> it's so amazing. But I need so Stranger terrible. Things to come back out. See, yeah, I got thirty minutes into the first episode of Stranger Things and just meh. <gasps> you blaspheme. No. I got yelled at at the expo for the same thing. Oh, right, well, I can't. I, I despise, um, what's it called, by George R. R. Martin. I can't watch oh, that. Oh, Game of Thrones? Garbage. Garbage. I read the books and they were terrible. So as soon as it came out as a show, I was like, why? No. <laughs> Junk. Junk, I, junk. See, I, I know I'm gonna get I'm gonna get so much up. hate and that's okay because I totally invited it by having a very strong negative opinion about Game of Thrones and I'm a sci-fi fantasy girl too mm -hmm. so just not my jam not my jam mm -mm. you okay. gotta go you gotta go find his blog though he like blog doesn't he blog about the Jets like he says very um George R. R. Martin yeah he's on a he's on oh, a lot of NFL yeah. NFL film stuff he is a big football guy yeah he's yeah. a big football guy so he likes to be in on um Oh, it's not a football life. It's the other one. Is it 30 for 30? I can't remember which ones, which ones they are, but he has been on several of them. Um, it still doesn't make me like Game of Thrones. <laughs> Melissa, I, I, I have one final question for you. Yeah. In, so in your time at ESPN, in your time at Sports Illustrated, and in your current time at The Guardian, if you had to pick one moment, top of the list, whether it was a, a person or a piece or an interview, what would be your 101 of all time career moments? It's totally not even that sports related. But when I started, like in my early days at ESPN, I got to go out to a, a press junket for Ocean's whatever the second or third one was. And I got to interview um, George 12. Clooney. 12. 12? What a, I got yeah, to interview 11, George, 12, and George Clooney what? and that was and Matt what? Damon. And that was like George Clooney, like what? whatever, 15 years Like ago. not Nespresso, George Clooney? Yeah. yeah. That was like <laughs> George Clooney. I can't breathe George Clooney. George Clooney is heyday. Ooh. Yeah. What did he smell like? Did he have really what? good cologne? He had <laughs> Yeah, he everything smells. Everything was good about him. Everything. Excellent. I always imagine that they smell really nice. You know, they got like really expensive oh, cologne or really nice aftershave. Oh, I'm sure. The worst thing ever is when you meet somebody and you're like, oh, no, it's bad. Apparently, yeah. Matthew McConaughey doesn't smell very nice. Well, he doesn't uh, believe in deodorant, right? That's yeah. true. So I just had to ask. Yeah. 
I'm also very tall. So I had to like every time, like I had a huge crush on um, Jason Priestley uh, from mm-hmm. Niners. Who didn't? And then I like, I started covering the Niners and he was there and I was like, oh my God, you come up to my kneecaps. Cause I'm just, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Uh, but George Clooney was tall, so. I mean, that could work. You yeah. never know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Melissa, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, this so has fun. been so fun. Before we let you go, let everybody know where they can find you. Yeah, so uh, the football girl is is everything um, in terms of Twitter, a pretty active um, Facebook page, the the website where I'm going to be adding some actually cool fantasy stuff in the in the coming days. Um, the podcast is coming back next week, I believe. All the football girl, and then I'll also be doing a lot for the Guardian, and I do. I also um, am a contributor of BBC. So for anyone anyone watching this, that's in. Like, when did Lauren, that happen? Uh, Lauren and I just had the same face. <laughs> season i'm just like i do a, like weekly th- I, I just kind of go on when they ask but it's a lot um it's it's been for the last three years um I'll do, so cool. I'll do a, a lot of um world radio and then um world service is what they call it then i'll actually do their tv spots from time to time too that is so, so cool. cool it's cool that is so but, cool good for you how awesome learn something that? new every day yeah, anyway melissa fun. Thank you so much for joining us. This has been a delight and a Sorry pleasure. we usurped so much of your time, but it was such a delight talking know, with you and just great. hearing your story and your perspective. It was one of a kind. <laughs> thank you right. for, for having me. Yes. And thank you for the football girl. Absolutely. Oh, you create you, you helped for- create us football girls. Yes. So oh, you were one of our God. trailblazers. So Pi- pioneer, you. pioneer boss lady, um, exhibit A. Oh. Exhibit A. Thank you guys so much. All Thank right. you so much. Have, Have a great evening. Thanks, Bye. Melissa. Bye. Bye. Lauren. Yay. Oh my God. Can you believe this? Week two, man. Week two. What is, is happening? Over. It's so I know. Nuts. So much. Do you realize this means we are halfway through our women of fantasy football shows? I know. Halfway like, is unbelievable. Unbelievable. Sad I'm- face. I know, sad face, but not necessarily sad face because then next year we can have even more guests that we get to talk to. I know. Let's make it two months. Forget the I can't even with how many awesome people that we get to meet every single time. And again, for everybody watching, thank you again so much for tuning in. We still have next week coming too and a week after that. Faith, do you want to announce who's coming on next week? Because it's it's pretty epic. So... Our guests for next week are not only powerhouse women in their mm. fields, they are like badass boss women. And I know that the guys are thoroughly excited to meet these women. Josh has told me numerous times that he is going to fangirl out next week because our first guest next week is the one and only Stefania Bell of ESPN. Whoop, whoop. I know. That's so that's exciting. exciting. It's really and, exciting. And in case you were like, you know what? One boss lady from a major network isn't enough. What else you got? Well, we have Laura Oakman from Fox Sports. 
I mean, right. and she started an organization called Galvanize, and it's all about female empowerment in it's pretty cool. journalism and sports. It's fantastic, and we cannot wait to talk to both of them. But as usual, we also have our raffle giveaways. So, Lauren, I believe they are live now. So let everybody know, what are our next two raffle items that they can buy tickets for and win next week? This is ridiculous. Are y'all ready for what these are? Because I just looked on our show notes because I forgot. And I don't know how I ever could have forgotten this. This is <laughs> right? ridiculous. This is stupid. I love it. Okay. And Joshua Jacobs better not win another oh, one I of know. these. Or I am going to call foul. I can't yeah, do it. Okay. I agree we have a signed Christian McCaffrey jersey and a signed Jonathan Taylor Colts jersey. Stop it right now. What? Christian McCaffrey signed Panthers journey, journey, Jersey. I can't even speak. I'm verklempt. I can't do it. Jonathan Taylor signed Jersey. Y'all, this is so exciting. So excited. $5 a raffle ticket, everybody. And, um, just, I guess buy more than Joshua Jacobs. I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah. I don't mean to root against you. Thank you so much for donating, yeah. but like also buy a lottery ticket, bro. I think yeah. this is like your for moment. <laughs> like you yeah. need to do this and buy then you can pay me, you can pay me via PayPal. Yeah, exactly. You Buy as many <laughs> tickets as you guys want to. Again, signed Christian McCaffrey, signed Jonathan Taylor. And I believe Josh actually brought them down so that he could show you guys what they look like. Josh. Whoa. There's Jonathan Whoa, Taylor jersey. There we go. And here's your McCaffrey jersey. CMC. That's yeah, crazy. Yeah, you know me. That's look pretty that. epic, guys. Five dollars raffle. We will get that going live so y'all can donate and mm -hmm. uh, help out a great cause for women of fantasy football. And um, just for me, thank you for you know. I feel like the grooms. I just show up and and talk like an idiot and ask questions. But I get to no, like fangirl out like Josh, Josh is going to do next week. I get to fangirl out every single week with all these amazing women. It's I do so want to give exciting. a quick shout out, really quick, to Joshua Jacobs. So he is a Marine Corps veteran. Whoa, and he's actually okay. giving these gifts away to veterans from an organization that he works with that happens to be fans of teams that um okay that now I'm just for. gonna cry. Now I'm gonna cry. So, <laughs> Shout out Josh Jacobs, Joshua Jacobs. We take, so, back, let's I take be back everything Joshua I said. Jacobs is a hero in all <laughs> Kudos to you. Life, so. Also, and thank, thank you, you very, very much service. for your service. Yes. Hundred percent. Well, geez, now I want him to win every time. I, know, right? <laughs> I wanted to end on a positive note. So you know. that was a great note. <laughs> Thank I know. you for so sharing. Never mind, Joshua. Josh. I'll be rooting for you every single week. Yes. So once again, we, I, we sound like such nasty bitches after that just got put down, like straight up. <laughs> like I'm so sorry. <laughs> I swear on I'm that nice note. I am Faith. You can find me at ff underscore the Faith. <laughs> That is Lauren. You can find her at Stepmom Lauren. That is Joshua Hudson. You can find him at The One Hudsonian and Club Fantasies at Club Fantasy FFL. Join us again next Wednesday once again for Stefania Bell, Laura Oakman, and your chance to win a signed Christian McCaffrey jersey and a signed Jonathan Taylor jersey. Have a great week.